0: Love Talk Radio Do Do what you want to do?
1: Crazy. If you think anyone is going to buy your music unless you tell them about it, you'd have to be insane to think radio TV spots to promote what you do don't work. This isn't a sales pitch. It's reality. Are you going to get left behind again? Or are you going to promote your event, album, movie, tour, artist, or whatever with the targeted radio spots from CoolVoiceMedia.com? Our spots are hot. Check them out. Nothing slams a deep down body thirst better than Gatorade. See Beyonce knows live in performance on her biggest tour ever. Smooth jazz. Anita Baker. Burger King introduces the new Hickory Bacon Cheddar Burger. Monday, December 6th on Cinemax. We will write, produce, and get your spot on the radio. Now that's cool. Listen, when it comes to promotion, the answer is coolvoicemedia.com. Anything else is just crazy.
2: Destiny Calls, the debut novel by Connor K. Gray. Here's what reviewers are saying. It's an action-packed page turn. It grabs your attention right from the beginning and leaves you wanting more. Lots of twists and turns that will keep you on your toes. Gray does an amazing job at connecting his readers with his characters. It was hard to put this book down simply because I wanted to know what was going to happen next. This novel is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats. Check your local bookstores or amazon.com.
3: Thank you for calling.
1: Inner City Strength is a memoir following a
2: basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter, so much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top 10 most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sports Beat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble. Inner City Strength.
1: Real Talk with Lee brings you the latest news, sports, fashion, and politics. Get ready for celebrity guests, notable entertainment. Corporate and political industry personalities, all here for you on Real Talk with Lee and Jaguar. Coming up next.
2: All right, it's Turn Up Tuesday. On Real Talk with Lee, Um, we have a special guest in the building. We have Miss Jana Beatty. Um, Jana, did I get the last name correct?
3: That's absolutely correct.
2: Uh, Okay, and um, how's it going? How you doing today, Jana?
3: Well, Lee, you know, it's Turn Up Tuesday, so I thought today we might have some fun talking about how to tune up how we look. So, Lee, what are you wearing, Lee? <laughs> I love
2: <it. laughs> Right now I just have on um, clothes, I guess, it's a, just a sh- uh, a shirt and some shorts, you know, because it's kind of it's kinda hot today. So I'm just kind of like, um, you know, chilling out. But um, before we get started, Jenna... For the listeners who don't know who uh, Jana Beatty is, could you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself?
3: Thanks. I'd love to. I started my career as an image consultant when most people didn't even know the career existed, and to me, an image cult consultant is someone who can get you more of anything you want in life just by working with your visual appearance, so I'm kind of like a magic wand, and recently... I've put this 30 years of all the stuff I've learned into one book. It's called Quintessential Style, Cultivate and Communicate Your Signature Look.
2: Now, um, you said, when you say uh, before image consulting was a job, um, what exactly, to explain a little uh you know, kind of what exactly is uh, image consulting, you know, for those who may not know what that that may be?
3: Okay. Well, Image Consulting started in the U.S., and it was uh, born out of Hollywood when the Hollywood uh, studios would take a star and package them. Today we call it branding. Today we have personal stylists who dress us for the red carpet and special occasions. But you know what? I figure every person is the star of their own life, so they can be their own best image consultant and dress themselves with purpose every day. So I do. Oh, okay, now how does one do that? Because you know a lot of
2: people, um, you know, a lot of people just don't know. You know, some people are in the, you know, you, are, you know, you've seen people that are kind of, you know, quite stylish or whatever, and they they always seem to follow latest fashion. And others who kind of don't really have an idea, of, you know, of what they should or shouldn't put on.
3: Right. Well, that's what I do. I go into people's closets, and we. Uh, change up the contents of their closets, or I go shopping for them. But really, the truth is this. Those people who aren't stylish, in the book we talk about, don't fix it, find it, there's this amazing thing that happens with people. When your style is based on your authentic self, you look and feel great. We've all put on things before where we just felt a special way, whether you remember Mm -hmm. back on – your wedding day or some great prom dress or something that's so comfortable, even the weather is 100 degrees out if you're wearing shorts and a top today. Uh, We Mm -hmm. remember when Tiger Woods won the Masters, and I turned to a friend of my son's and said, you know, red's his power color. And that's absolutely the truth. So it's knowing all of these things about us. And then how that communicates into our personal appearance. Because there is a language of clothes.
2: Wow, see when I never so- I, I never um I never thought of it that way. I never thought it was like a language of clothes. I, I know you you know, you have uh, certain things that just kinda go perfectly, you know, that you, you feel a certain kind of way in, but I never knew like um what what is what exactly do clothes say?
3: Okay, well that's there's a whole language we can give you, but first of all, let's back up a step. So when someone looks at you instantly, they have an idea about you. They think things. You can't judge a book by its cover, but we all do. It's easy to judge. It's probably impossible to judge correctly. But the first thing when someone looks at you, there are three fixed criteria. When they look at you, they can instantly determine your skin color, your gender, and your age. But in the next flexible area, there's appearance, and your appearance is made up of your clothing, your hair, and your makeup, and if you wear eyewear, then glasses would be important, then facial expression, movement, voice, personal space, and touch. We're these magnificent, complex, communicating beings, and our image communicates volumes even before we utter a word. So What I like about the area of appearance is that we can change our appearance. You see, we did some research, probably around the 60s or the 70s, and we determined that every single piece of clothing you put on has what we call a socioeconomic rating. What that means is, You can look more powerful or less powerful just by the clothes you have on. And why this happens is that you put on those clothes and you literally take on the qualities and the characteristics of that clothing. So let's talk about the language a little bit. We'll just kind of break down this alphabet, if you would. So first of all, if I said to you, Lee, what's the most powerful garment on the planet. When you see world authorities and presidents and leaders of nations meeting, what, are, what do they have on?
2: Um, they all have on a suit and tie.
3: You're brilliant. See, you already know this language. And that's what's so exciting to all of your listeners. The reason this language is so powerful is we all speak this language on a non Uh, Conscious level. It's beneath our conscious mind. So when I go into corporations and train them about this language, they leave and everybody suddenly realizes this whole new genius that we possess and we're using every day. So a suit is the number one garment of authority. And that says to you if you were going into a situation and you needed more personal power, you needed to show up, present yourself, be in a more powerful position to ask for what you want for. A suit's a more powerful thing. Well, suits aren't always appropriate in every situation in life. So let's say Mm -hmm. you put on a sport coat. That would be the softer version of a suit. Let's say for a woman she put on a cardigan sweater, a man too. That would be the next version. Or let's say a hoodie instead of just a T-shirt and a bottom. So any third-layer piece, like a jacket, adds that personal power. Then... If you envisioned, envisioned a picture of the past presidents of the United States and they were all wearing dark suits, black or navy, and one of them had on a beige suit, the gentleman wearing the beige suit would look like he had less power. So we know. Darker colors are more powerful than lighter colors. Or what about solids versus prints? Well, they each have their own message, too. When a color is solid, a solid black uh, jacket versus a, a pink gingham jacket, the message is totally different, as you can imagine. Or if you were doing some online dating and you wanted to look friendly, instead of wearing your black suit jacket or your navy sport coat, if you wore something that was actually a printed shirt, that looks more approachable. So prints are friendlier and more approachable and have less authority. And with those real simple guidelines, you can always gauge how you want your appearance to come across. And you said, you know, some people look like they have style and some people don't. Well, sometimes they just don't have the right stuff in their closet.
2: Well, how do you get the right stuff in your closet? Because um, you know, like I said, some individuals don't um don't know where to begin, and you know, each person that I, I guess you know are different individuals. So you kind of like you were saying earlier, you kind of want to put on stuff that represents you, and, and you know, it, it may not be the you know the right thing, but you know, you go in and you pick up stuff you kind of like and things you kind of feel like you know uh you know sends the message that you're trying to. You know, pay us off. You know, whether it's the right message, we don't know, but we want to try to, you know, help people get there.
3: Sure. Well, one of the most exciting things that every single person can do is right now, if you are in your closet or today, when you go home and go to your closet, pick an outfit that you feel like looks just like you. What would you say is something that you have, that you love, if you had to get rid of everything but one outfit, what would you keep? And why would you keep it? Does it look just like you? Our world is changing so fast. But what surprises people is that there are only three things you really need to know to have a working wardrobe, To me, a working wardrobe is something that you can put on clothes and look great no matter what the occasion and where you're going. And this is how you make it work. First of all, if you think of this traditional suit, whether we're thinking of jean jacket and jeans or uh, hoodie and yoga pants or whatever that might be, that symbol, that two pieces that break down to be a suit, a classic suit, even if it's ultra-casual, That's considered to be an outside base. So if you had an outside base in your wardrobe, let's say this uh, yoga outfit or a workout outfit, no matter what T-shirt you put on with it, even if it didn't clash, it would give you lots of different looks. So if someone has some great black slacks they look amazing in and they wish they could wear them every day because they're so comfortable, the first thing in their their shopping list that they would buy would be something to make that third-layer look or an outside base. They would make a a suit out of that black bottom by adding a black cardigan, a black vest, a black jacket, whatever that might be. Does that make sense?
2: Uh, Yeah, it definitely makes sense.
3: The second thing is to build an inside base, which would be less casual. You know, any time you look taller, you look thinner. If... um, Somebody 5'6 gains 10 pounds or somebody 6'2 gains 10 pounds, the 5'6 person looks like they gain more. So if you have a wonderful, a favorite shirt or a wonderful pair of pants, again, that you wish you could wear every day, they're so comfortable, whether it's your jeans and you don't own a jeans color top, that's a great thing to buy because whether it's a dress or a top and a bottom, that's an inside base. And you know what happens then? Any third-layer piece, any jacket, any scarf, any accessories can be put right on top of that belt and shoes and transform that into an outfit. So a matching top and bottom is the second thing that you want to build in your wardrobe. So if you have a bunch of different color pants and no shirts that same color, that might be a place to start. And the third thing that's great to know is accessories and sets. There's this joke going around about, hey, I don't mean to brag or anything, but I can still wear the Mm -hmm. same earrings I wore in high school. (laughs) They still fit. (laughs) My belts don't fit, but my earrings still do. Well, gosh, your accessories are great personality pieces. When I said, well, what looks just like you? Recently I took one singular basic knit dress in my studio, and I did everything from – a jean jacket and western-style boots, casual, to an after-five cocktail look using the same dress just by changing out the accessories. And it really is amazing how you can do this in your own wardrobe. But what was interesting about it is some of the accessories I used that I got compliments on in this display were things I'd owned for more than 30 years. So what looks like you? You know, ask Oscar Wilde, I love this quote, he said, Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And that's kind of the bottom line on how to infuse personality into our wardrobes.
2: Now, what if, um, you know, you do have uh, individuals, I guess, that have, uh, I don't know, someone of identity crisis. You know, some people, I, I honestly believe, don't know who they are.
3: Well, and that's the first thing, you know, you ask yourself, Who am I today? It's not just an identity crisis. Listen, Lee, Mm -hmm. this world is speeding up faster and faster and faster all the time. And I will say the number one reason that people come to me over the years, not just women but men too, is because their life is in transition. The number one thing that they say they get from my services, I thought they'd like the compliments or they'd like saving money. But what they really like is the self-confidence. And that's the thing: is determining what is appropriate to where, when, and where. But to know yourself is the most important thing. So it's not. But the question isn't just who am I, or what do I want, or what are my own skills and abilities. But who am I today? That's the key. Who am I today? And this is what I think also makes it challenging, and where um, honest feedback from people who care about you not from your enemies but from someone who cares about you is important and it's this thing you know birds don't see air and fish don't see water so sometimes I can have a magnificent person standing in front of me well this happens all the time as a matter of fact and I see some lovely uh, trait or very unique characteristic or something that I think must hold a clue. To what's inside of them but they don't see it so when your friends describe you what kind of words do they use to describe you you know whether you're an outrageous person or a shy person you know whether you're someone who wants to be sexy or demure we know all of these things And that's what we do is we just give people a checklist and have them really be clear. Listen to the words your friends use and the people who care about you when they describe you because we are who we are. And, you know, that's why the book is called Quintessential Style. I love Mm -hmm. to define quintessential for you. And quintessential is the pure and essential essence of something or someone, Another definition of quintessential is of or pertaining to the most perfect embodiment. That goes back to that outfit that's just like you. What outfit is your most perfect embodiment? Come on. Let's be honest. People are magnificent. It would be impossible to ever find an outfit that was up to your magnificence, but to find things that express our qualities and characteristics, whether it's our openness, our uh, mis- mystery, some of us have a lot of mystique, our mystery, or whether it's our exuberance and enthusiasm for living and optimism, or our trustworthiness. Even the colors that we select send out a great message. So it's important to know, again, about this language. You know, if you were trying to develop trust in a certain situation, Then blue is a good color to develop trust. If you're trying to have more uh, energy, I had an Olympic uh, athlete as a client, and she was a distance runner, but she was having trouble in the long haul. So I had her trainer who runs in front of her wear red so that she could focus on that red. Red is literally an adrenal stimulus. If you are waiting tables and you want to get more tips, we know that if someone wears red, they get more tips. Even if you're wearing a uniform and you can't wear red, if you wear a red lipstick, you're going to get more tips. It's proven. There's a lot of research about this stuff. And that's the whole thing. Once you start seeking information, that's the thrilling thing about your show and about the world today is once you have an interest in a subject and you seek that information, it's like the world just delivers it down on us through a funnel. We get all this great information at our fingertips. So just by talking about some of these things that we've discussed today, your listeners mm-hmm. will not mm-hmm. only be empowered whether or not they want to utilize the book for more in-depth information, but just that simple awareness is enough to help them realize what is going on in the world. It's really a now lot why of fun write the to book? Do.
2: Like what made you decide to write the book? Like um, you know, uh, yeah, what was the reason behind writing the book?
3: Hey, I'll tell you what. All these stars have stylists. I thought, who cares? Look at them. They look amazing. Every person, meaning the every person, the common person on the street that you see is the one that needs this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what – I have spent 30 years in people's closets. I have great credentials, but i got to tell you, the stuff my clients have shared with me is really the key to all this information. And it's just too good not to share. That's the whole thing. Believe me, if you've had some challenge, you think there's some other person that's had that challenge? Absolutely. So, and one of the exciting things I've discovered, sometimes we think problem, solution. But this appearance thing is in the world of creativity. We're the masters of that design. So for every challenge anyone might face, there isn't a solution There are infinite possibilities. How do we want to solve this? And I have so many people who have solved these challenges in so many ways. That's what's given me this understanding of what works. It isn't my good credentials from the masters I studied with. It's from working in the trenches with my amazing clients who are so generous with their feedback. And you can look at your own closet. Well, what things do I wish I could wear every day? That's information for you. What do I hate wearing? It's laundry day and i got to wear that again. That's great information. You know, we can all look 10% better without spending a dime. Is that something you think your listeners might be interested in?
2: I think um, that's something they definitely be interested in. I, I think most people, like, who doesn't like looking their best? I, I think most people want to look their best, you know, um, with, with what they have. Because, you know, uh, everyone doesn't have a, a huge budget to, you know, to to necessarily get all the clothes that maybe they want or they think is the the hottest fashion but you know you want to look the best with what you're working with
3: yeah and that's the key to the whole thing it's not about money because the way we market and retail in America we think it's about the stuff but that isn't this is about your personal expression that's what makes this thrilling there was a plant outside my window and it had some dead leaves on it from the freeze earlier this spring and I was on the phone, so I went out there and I just started picking off those dead leaves. And I came back in, and it looked like a brand-new plant. And this is the same thing that goes back to our closet. Let's say we're American, so we have 100 outfits. There are a lot of people listening that have a lot more than that between you and me. But let's say you have 100 for simple math. We think if we go out and spend money and buy 10 new outfits, we're going to look 10% better. But guess what? If we get rid of 10 outfits that don't fit us right, that are an ugly color on us, that make us look dead instead of vibrant, that age us, and we just get rid of this stuff, give it to somebody else, you know what happens? We still look 10% better, and we didn't spend a dime. So that's the fastest way to look 10% better in what you already own is not to wear the things that aren't working for you. And then get clear. Every time you send something off, Thank it and think about the lesson that you learned from it and why doesn't that work? Because it's one thing to make mistakes, but just don't ever repeat them. They're all good teachers for us. We can learn great stuff from that. But we have a right to show up every day feeling wonderful. This isn't about how we look. This is about how we feel and how we can be empowered to be our best every day of our lives. I don't want to spend a lot of time getting ready. I like the fact that I can know the the few steps I can take to get the fastest results and just show mm-hmm. up and get on with living life instead of worrying about how I look or what somebody says. And don't count on the compliments of others. This isn't about what they say to you. This is about how you feel. And, If you don't own a full-length mirror where you get dressed, get one. You never know what shoes or what earrings to wear if you don't own a full-length mirror. It's essential. That's the first thing you buy before you buy any more clothes. Great feedback.
2: (laughs) You said the first thing about the full-length mirror. And why is that full-length mirror uh, so important? Because, I I mean, most people go look in the, uh, the bathroom mirror.
3: Yeah, well, what happens is, so many people who have line and design issues, that means being a shape shifter and buying the clothes that are most flattering on your body, what happens mm-hmm. is if you can't see from head to toe, you can't see how all those pieces come together. So for example, if you had on tight pants, for a woman it's a lot trickier than men. You may want a more flowy top. Or if you had on a full length uh, maxi dress, you wouldn't want a flowing big jacket over it because you look kind of like a big box. So you have to see that with earrings. You know, sometimes you can do what's called repetition in an outfit and wear the same color shoes and the same color necklace and earrings, or sometimes we do just an odd guy out. But you can't tell where your eye's going from top to bottom unless you have that big picture. It takes the whole picture. You've got to see the whole line put together, not just looking in a little hand mirror or the bathroom mirror. You've got to see the whole act.
2: Now, man, um, let me ask you this: Do you do you have like um uh, maybe like a clothing line or a boutique or something? Because like I mean, you seem to really know uh you know what you're talking about when it comes to style and fashion. Like um, do you have like your own clothing line, or you working on something, or?
3: Well, the thing is, to me, the world is my boutique, and so I think that if you have good taste and an understanding of your personal physical body and coloring. You can shop anywhere, and you can shop on a budget. You know, there are only two times a year to shop, and that is if you're on a budget, that's January and July, because Mm -hmm. those are the end of each season when you can go to the deep discount. Now, if you're a difficult size, it's important that you be the first shopper in the season. And if you are interested in fashion, then what you do is, You read fashion magazines only twice a year. You don't even have to purchase them. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Go to the grocery store and get in the long checkout line. And September is the new year for fashion. So you look at those fashion magazines every September and then every March. That's their other season. There are five collections that come out a year. But do you want to be a slave to fashion, or do you want to communicate your essence, who you truly are? are because that never goes out of style. Your personal style is eternal. You are one of a kind. So it's great to look at those magazines a couple times a year. I have a complimentary newsletter a couple times a year I send out uh the fashions of the season for my mm-hmm. clients. And I really I don't try to be objective. I try to gear that toward what they might find in their own closet You know, I joked about a gingham jacket earlier for guys and is a hot look in fashion this spring. is a hot look. So if you already own one of those things, or lace, or whatever it might be, you bring those things to the forefront, and you just give them more time in the spotlight this year. So you can rotate your own closet. You know, I think the best boutique in the world is what I call your private collection. That's your closet. Mm-hmm. And I don't like people to have anything in there at all that they can't put on and wear right now. That means it fits. It's in season, it's a complementary color, it doesn't need alteration, it doesn't need repair, and it doesn't need to be laundered, and it doesn't need to be ironed, it's good to go. If you can't put it on and wear it today, right now, 10 minutes from now, if a friend calls and invites you to do something fun, it shouldn't be in that closet. So that's what we need to do. This is your boutique. You don't want anything in there that doesn't fit. And if you haven't got an out-of-season closet to put it in, an extra closet, push it at least to the back so you don't have to look at it every time you get dressed. Sometimes people change size and they feel bad about it and they have all this wrong stuff in there. One time I had a lady who came to me and I said, I want you to go home. She had a self-image issue because she gained a lot of weight. And I said, I want you to go home and take everything out of your closet that doesn't fit. And she almost teared up. She said, Jana, if I do that, I'm only going to have seven things I can wear. And I looked at her and I said, you only have seven things you can wear now. So she went home and she got everything out of there she couldn't wear. And you know what happened? Because she had a color chart and she knew which things worked for her, she found pieces that would mix and match together that she didn't even know she had. She didn't know those went together. But once she got all the things that didn't fit out of there, suddenly she had this Mm -hmm. whole new world of outfits to choose from, and she found about 15 new outfits combining those seven pieces in new and original ways. So that's the key. We can't fool ourselves about this stuff. This stuff's here to support us, to make us have protection from the elements and feel good and to have a creative experience you know how many times do people stand in front of their mirror and going Ugh, you know or what should i wear today they stand in front of that open closet door what should i wear today well gosh there's so many great choices think about what you want to project that day choose from those great things but make that private boutique your special boutique it's not a place for anybody else or anybody else's opinion it's just what makes you feel great
2: and I always wonder, why do people hang on to, to items for such a long time and instead of getting rid of them? Like you were saying, you know, about getting 10, rid of 10 items in your closet. Why is it that people just can't seem to relinquish those items that they've been holding on for for years sometimes?
3: Yeah. You know, you're so on spot on with that question. You know, when we wrote the book, the chapter on, quintessential style, the chapter on your closet says, Your closet should be a river, not the dead sea. And if your listeners would do this exercise real quickly, if I ask you to take a a deep breath and then take another deep breath and another and another and another without exhaling, you know, by the time you're about ready to pass out, you realize that's how your closet feels. So our closets are designed to have things flow through them that serve us now there is a natural life to clothing and uh, one Mm. of the great people's i studied with you know said save your memories in a scrapbook not in your closet and i do that with clients i have them use their digital camera or their iphone and take a picture of those things and save it on a disc instead of taking a prime real estate in your closet so we think we're going to need these things But each person probably has a reason they hang on to something. So if you question yourself, that answer will come up. Is it a memory that's fond and that's why you're attached to it? Is it something you think, oh, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to get back into this? We have comebacks for every single thing. But this is a really great thing to ask yourself. If there's something and you think you should get rid of it but you're not sure, ask yourself a very direct question where would I wear this today? If I got invited to go somewhere, where would I wear this? In my life today, is it something I wear just to church or something I wear when I work out or whatever? And then you ask yourself the question, well, is there anything I own that would be better to wear? And that's where this information comes from. You know, I had a client who had these. Who was getting rid of clothing for spiritual reasons, and she had these uh, floral dresses with lace collars that had been real popular then. And I said, Where do you wear this? And she said, Church. And this is the third year she was gonna get rid of things, but she just couldn't each time I showed up. So I said, Well, how many times do you go to church a week? And how many? And when would you wear them? She said, Hot weather. So I said, Well, let's see. That's twelve different dresses. You count twelve of these, and then everything else is going. Pick your top 12. And sometimes we have to do that with ourselves. So the things that don't fit, if you think you're going to get into them, put them in the back of your closet in order from the skinniest, the furthest away, to the biggest, the closest. Then if you lose 5 or 10 pounds, uh, 5 pounds is fit, 10 pounds is a size, you can go back in that corner and go shopping instead of going to the store. But some of these people who have these huge weight gains, I'm sorry, even if I had to borrow the money, I think I'd get myself new clothes. I'd be so proud of myself because you are truly a new person there. So it's just hard. You know, we each were raised with these ideas about what to keep, what to get rid of. And, you know, um, I uh, my weight's kind of like an accordion. That's kind of my I, – I love eating and I love celebrating and I have this accordion weight. But some of my poor clients who are fit, and never gain a pound. I say, well, gosh, it's hard for you to get rid of stuff because it always fits you. <laughs> you never outgrow it, or it never gets too big, you know. So there's pros and cons in every closet, aren't there? I can tell you there is many yeah, different I, I
2: wanted to, um, I wanted to figure out like the I don't know what, what it is with the I don't know maybe just the women I've been involved with, but um, <laughs> my wife's closet is is I mean, oh my goodness it 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 is terrible like you can't even you can't move it's just so stacked and packed to sit I'm like well get It's no way you can wear all this stuff you you know what I'm saying no way you can wear all these shoes no way you can wear all these clothes like and I can't figure out you know the for, for anything what are you holding all this stuff for you know what I mean
3: so now this is the deal there really is a question um We listed the top ten reasons that people do hold on to stuff and solutions, but when you go home, you just say to her, honey, take a deep breath, and you ask her to take another and another, and she'll breathe it out. You say, no, no, don't let it out. Just keep taking another and another, and she'll burst out laughing. And then when you explain to her that's how her closet feels. Now, I do have to say this. These people write these books and say, well, you need to have this many of this, this many of this, and I don't believe in that. I think it takes a lot of energy to have more things than less things. But Mm
0: -hmm. some
3: people have that energy, and some people have great storage space, and others don't. So this magic number is a number for everyone. And so we all have this magic number. But I can promise you something. I have an email here from a client who got rid of 83 pair of shoes since she read the book. She sent me a picture emailed me a picture of 83 shoe boxes stacked up and herself sitting next to it it was ridiculous and but that's what she achieved through her experience with understanding what she really needs from her closet so some people just love collecting stuff and some of us collect clothes and you have to realize there's a difference in shopping and buying And a lot of people do what I call retail therapy, and they show Mm -hmm. up, you know, to get a good buzz or a high or to feel good. And, you know, it's two completely different issues. Some people who are creative and just want new outfits all the time, if they can afford it, that's fine. But if it's causing other problems in their life. You know, the bottom line, Lee, is every single thing we have in our life or want in our life we want or have because we think having it will make us feel good but when you get that many clothes if it feels good to you it's okay for you if it doesn't you know well like one of my clients after she um, eliminated called me back and said gosh I never realized that you could get dressed without ironing her clothes were so packed in there that she had to iron before she got dressed. So this gave her a lot more free time that she could use in other ways. Somebody else called me and said, I really couldn't see what was in there because it was so jam-packed. Now, and oh my gosh, I have a friend who's my style icon, and I went to her closet And she had totally redone her closet. And this woman, I'm telling you, it's fun to go places with her and just walk behind her. She looks so good. It's fun to watch other people looking at her on the sly instead of walking with her. So I walk into her closet, and suddenly I could see how some of her fabulous pieces stood out in the spotlight. Before, it was just a closet full of a bunch of clothes. Now I could see her superstars and the different players that, were, you know, hovered around them in her little world. So all these people want to tell you these ways to organize your closet, but really that's a very personal thing. That's a very personal thing. And, you know, we want to invest in all these closet organization systems. Oh, you know those books on all the uh, how to redo your closet? They're selling closet interiors on how to redo your closet. Guess what? they take that before picture and it's all junky and they have like a fraction of the clothes in there after. Well, if you do that in your closet and declutter that same way, your closet's going to look different too. It's just a numbers game. But what things do you value and treasure and what things serve you? Uh Marie Kondo's the best-selling um author of a book called The Magic of Tidying Up and uh she says her single uh, criteria of whether or not someone should keep something or give it away, their criteria should be, if you hold that thing in your hands and think, does this bring me joy? Now, if your wife just loves all of her clothing and has an emotional attachment to them and taking a picture won't do it for her, maybe she could get a storage unit. If some people want to pay for these storage units. I have one client who has so many clothes, but she likes a real zen closet. So, Each season, instead of doing this herself, she doesn't feel competent to do this. She just hires me to come over and quickly, after I know what's in fashion, put together a certain number of outfits for her for the season. Then everything she's not going to wear that season. I mean, I'm talking accessories, earrings, necklaces, everything. I take Mm those to the other end of the house to another closet. So then she still can see she has lots of new outfits, but she doesn't get confused by other things that are there. Obviously, your wife is the one that buys that Jumbo Crayola book, you know, the box with all the different colors instead of the 12 Mm -hmm. basics. She likes that big box. But for other people who are trying to cut down, I like a 1-3-5 ratio in the closet. For example, for the average listener, a jacket's more expensive because of the tailoring of that jacket. So... Mm -hmm. For every jacket you invest in, I would like you to have at least three things that you can do with it. Maybe you could wear it over a dress or wear it over a skirt and top or wear it over a slacks and top. So for every jacket, at least three bottoms to wear with it. Then for every bottom, I like to have about five tops. And if you think of a working person who's going to be, let's take an example of someone sitting at a desk, When people come by all day, they see you really from the waist up. They see you sitting at that desk. So you could wear the same black pants several times a week, and someone may not notice as long as they're great-fitting and look wonderful on you, and wear a different top every day. So that's why that 1-3-5 ratio works out well for people. And so that's kind of a good number to keep in in mind. But just um, have your wife ask herself, why am I keeping this? Why am I keeping this? And is there anything in here right now that I can't put on and wear? And if your wife has a ton of clothes, I hate to use her for an example. I hope we don't get in trouble, Lee. But if she <laughs> has a ton of clothes, yeah, we're both in the doghouse now. She'd be right me. So if you have a ton of clothes, then, you know, ask yourself that question I said earlier. Is there anything in here I can't put on and wear right now? And then if she has all those, maybe she likes to be a fashion-forward woman. So is, are any of these clothing tired and not up to my personal standards. That's another thing that kind of surprised me. Some people could have a five-year-old T-shirt that was kind of Mm -hmm. stretched out at the collar, and maybe it looked kind of cool and approachable and earthy on them. But someone else, if that fabric was pilled up at all or had the slightest, I had to get rid of it. If it looked like average quality instead of fine quality. I mean, we are complete in every aspect of our being, and this has to match up with what we're putting on. Has to match up every time. So if she well, uh, Mother's Day's coming up, give her a copy of "Quintessential Style: Cultivate and Communicate Your Signature mm-hmm. Look" and see where she goes with it. You can peek and then give her little test questions. You know, well, <laughs> ask her those let, five questions. Let me tell you questions. something funny,
2: Jana. I, I'm gonna tell you some. Uh, I'm gonna share something with you uh, funny that I probably don't share with anyone else. I realized maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I realized a couple weeks ago my mom's closet. Looks the exact same way. Then I was like, oh, my gosh, I married my mom.
3: <laughs> well, Lee, they tell us we do that, but there are worse areas that they could emulate than their closet. So I'd say you're good to go, man. You're sitting pretty.
2: <laughs> and then, I, no, because I was sitting there thinking about it. I said, man, ever since I was a child, my mom's closet has looked like that. So as long <laughs> as I can remember. It was never any so room for time- anything.
3: First time you had a hot date and went to your uh, wife's closet, it just made you feel so at home you had to marry her.
2: <laughs> it, it must it, it must it, that must have been what happened?
3: <laughs> I, I
2: must have seen and that never back. back childhood memories. I guess because I was just like <laughs> <laughs> that's right,
3: warm and fuzzy, felt like home. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? So
2: I think I'm going to invest. Tell this because I think I'm going to invest in two books. She needs one, and so is my mom because I mean, I don't, it's just, you know, it's a little out of control. So, like, what does one get their hands on this book, and like, what price point is it at for the listeners? <laughs> like, what price point well, is it at, and how to, can they get their hands on it?
3: Okay. Well, it's available at Amazon.com. Or through our uh, website QStyleTheBook.com, most people have an Amazon account. BarnesandNoble.com can get it in the Barnes and Noble store for you. And the hard copy is $29.95. And because it is a workbook that you'll keep for many years to come, and it, the content of the book will change as you change, it's a great investment. There is um, now don't your wife will probably tear this page out, but there's one page that has a capsule wardrobe that gives you 12 pieces of clothing that you can turn into 56 different outfits. And uh, so the book's $29.95. There also is an e-book available that you can download, and that's about $9, I think. The book's less than $29.95 on Amazon, but you know some people sell them at discounted rates, so you can get a better price than that. And if anybody uh, doesn't have access to the book, I would be happy to personally contact their library and
0: get mm-hmm. them
4: to
3: add a copy to their collection or I would even donate a book to a library because this is really important information that affects us every single day of our lives. And it's something that is that we can learn that but that I talk about things that people don't really talk about. And um, people in power positions, you know, don't want this information out there necessarily. But this is information for all of us, and it's something that is exciting for all of us to use. It's a great graduation gift. You know, so many people come to me, women in their 50s, and say, oh, my gosh, where were you when I was a teenager? I needed this. I've needed this information for decades when I say, well, you've got it today, you know, let's move forth, you know, with <laughs> a jubilant spirit and a well-dressed bod. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I think
2: I think that's a uh, I think that's a great price point because that's so much that's so much more inexpensive than marriage counseling or therapy to deal with, you know, my thoughts I was a child. Because <laughs> now um, you're getting you know, into I, dangerous getting ground, and I've had and people say that same, to me over the was. years. I've, and you I've been called Doctor <laughs> Jana. Like, oh yeah. god. <laughs> hey, well,
3: wait, wait, you're getting off kind of easy here. Let me ask you. Lee, what's your closet look like? We've exposed your wife now. <laughs> How about you?
2: Oh, it it is, it is so it is so nice and neat because like you said, I will take things like, okay, For for example, you have like things that you wear in the winter, things you wear in the summer, things you wear in the spring, things you wear in the fall, right? You're the four seasons. I only keep what I need for that season in the closet and the rest either goes in storage or it, you know it, it's packed away period because I I'm I giving like, you a
3: high like five that. right just, now <laughs> Oh my gosh your wife has a lot to deal with you are the model closet guy model <laughs>
2: And I, I just can't because of the two, like like I said, from being a child, I never had a lot of closet space. Because <laughs> even when I was a kid, but my mom used my closet. Like, that's how much stuff she has. She used <laughs> up her old closet space. Then she kind of imposed on yours because she had too much, the, all the stuff she had doesn't fit in hers. So she takes up like half of your closet. So you, you had to, you know, growing up, I had no choice but to only really just put in there what I really needed. <laughs>
3: Well, she did the same you a way service. Today. Look how well you're living. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to teach you. the same you. way today.
2: I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, not that I need the space, but you people, you like to have options, you know? You want the That's option if you, if you needed that space to use it. That's hey, all. Hey,
3: now, wait. Now, before we start picking on your mom and, and your wife, this is a true story. I have a client that I love, 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 love her, and she hired me because her goal was to dress in her bedroom. She had four children, and as they left home, her wardrobe grew into their closets. So I used to call it tour de closet when she'd try to get dressed every morning. She had to tour around to all the rooms to get her pieces. So, And she wow. had a double closet in her own bedroom. So, yeah, it's an issue with people. It's It's an issue, but it doesn't have to be. There are a lot of real simple solutions. <laughs> But that is of uh, the number one feedback we've had. The number one line has been your closet my closet's an ocean, peck with the dead sea, you know. How can I get it to be a river? <laughs> now, um, um are do you do
2: any like speaking engagements? Because this is a very interesting topic and I'm sure you could share this with like different um you know, different organizations and different groups. I mean, I I could use this, this, this great information.
3: I do. I have people just contact me individually for different speaking engagements. So, yeah, I'm I'm on the road a lot. We're just we're excited about Quintessential Style. We're excited about sharing the information with people so that they can be empowered for not just their appearance, but the way they live their lives. And this is just really a lot of fun. I mean, seriously, as you may know, women love talking about this stuff. We love it. We just love it. And because we're changing all the time, you know, the conversation can be about the same basics, but it's new all the time because we're new all the time. That's the whole key. If your listeners can just plug themselves back into this information, what is their quintessence? You know, what does make them uniquely them? You know... What do you wish you could wear all the time and why? This is really pretty simple. When you go through the steps in the book, it's pretty simple. You reveal a lot to yourself about the process and what works for you. And and I won't close without saying this. You know, when I show up to speak to groups, I tell them how to listen. So let's say you and I had a lot of fun visiting today. Within 24 Mm -hmm. hours, I like for people to think back on, Were there any great tips that you learned today? And some people think, oh, yeah, that was a great tip, and their friend might be thinking, really? I didn't think that was such a great tip. Or was there anything that stood out to you? What stood out as either really enlightening or what did you think was, "Mm mm-mm, bad information? Well, both of those ends of the stick have good information for you. So kind of take that information and say, well, why did that stand out to me? What's the message here for me? Because that's what we're trying to do is take this information and make it our own so that it works very powerfully. One other tip that I have, you know, we talked about 12 pieces of clothing making 40 to 56 different looks. Anytime a person has on a top and a bottom that don't match and they want to turn it into an ensemble, all they have to do is add a neck accessory in the same color as the bottom and bam, it just converts the outfit instantly. So the key to a three color combination is bottoms up. Any top and bottom, or top and bottom and third layer piece, if you repeat the color of the bottom at your neck, that's gonna pull the whole thing together. Great tip, works every time, every time.
2: Now have you Hi. ever thought about uh you know doing a doing a TV show or something like that this this uh, cause you already got a name for the show Quintessential Styles. I mean i see it's on the own network or a Women's network or something like and I know people would tune in to hear about you know fashion tips or different things they could do about their closet Do you have different seasons i mean my goodness i i'm I'm sure. pretty sure this 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 the show will become very popular very fast. <laughs>
3: Well, thank you for that kind feedback. And, you know, I'm open to everything. I've planned on writing. Once I saw what was really happening with people compared to what we think in the world, I always wanted to write a book. But I was busy running a full-time business. So the year before our book was published, I said, well, three years before, I said to my husband, okay, this year I'm going to write a book or not, but I don't care. I'm just going to get it off the list. So I went to this class I, one of many, and I said, oh, I came home from the first class and said, I'm not going back in the next five classes because I've decided I'm not going to write a book. I wouldn't spend my time that way. I'd rather do an app. So it's off the list. I'm free from that. Now What's gonna, what do I want to do next? And I swear to goodness, this is the truth. Six weeks later, a lady came to my studio for a meeting and said to me, look at this book. You know, you need to write a book. I'm a professional writer. I've known this woman for 10 years and didn't know she was a professional writer. And she said, I read your newsletter, and I love it, and what you say is different than what other people say. Women need this information. I think we should write a book. And so then three years later, our book was published. It was just published in November. So, you know, it's funny how life leads us, huh?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it it definitely is. It definitely is, my goodness. Now, um, how can the listeners connect with you? Say someone wants to reach out. Um, get more information, or they just want to reach out, maybe they bought the book and they want to tell you, you know, how it may have changed their their life, what's the best way for them to, um, you know, get in touch with you?
3: Well, um, my business website is makeovers, plural, that's with an S, makeovers, M-A-K-E-O-V-E-R-S, number four, letter U dot com, and they can email me at that address or or One of the best places I would go if I were a listener and I wanted to learn more is to the book webpage. We have a complimentary blog, and better yet, if you don't have a lot of information about color at your fingertips, we have an addendum to the color on the webpage. The book is in black and white, so an addendum to color. So they can get on there and learn all kinds of, there's some fabulous free information that will really transform their whole wardrobe, and so that's on the book webpage at qstylethebook.com, letter Q, word style, the book, qstylethebook.com, and that's where they can get this free color information, sign up for our blog, ask questions, that kind of thing, and then we'll try to give them any great information we can that way.
2: Sounds great. Do you have anyone you want to maybe mention on the show, give a shout-out to, someone may have helped you along the way, Um, anything like that?
3: I'll tell you what. I have been so helped along the way. I really believe in the serendipity events of life. Sometimes the path leads us where we don't plan on going, but sometimes there's a greater treasure there than the treasure hunt where we started out. So I'm so grateful for all the people that have helped me. Every single client is a jewel to me, and I've been so grateful and humbled to learn from them. And I just want to say to everyone listening, you know, maybe we were raised, some of us, to not be full of ourselves or all that, but I have to tell you something. I've, I haven't i have seen a lot of that in working with people. What I've seen is people who don't truly know their magnificence, and I encourage them to get to know themselves because every person is truly unique in all of time. And I just hope that each person listening today will be able to have their heart's desires and be open and aware of how many people are on the path to assist them to whatever their highest good might be.
2: Most definitely. That's definitely uh, that's definitely great information. Now, um, we definitely got to thank for being a part of the show. Um, Hopefully, we'll get a chance to have you back at a a later date. Um, Y'all keep it locked. It's uh, turn up Tuesdays. We're gonna take a pause for the calls. Uh, We'll be right back. Um, Yeah, turn up Tuesday. Real talk with Lee. We're gonna take a pause for the calls. Y'all hold the line. Mm
4: And a melon burning now. Well, my shit's so frigid, and I ain't never melting down. Add it on the machine, add it up on the scale. Yeah. My shit move so fast, I'm as clientele. Hop on this bitch, so taco shell. Yeah. I hop off so bread. Make these niggas look stale. BYFL. Yeah. I, I'm E-repping, you better cuff your bitch Cause I'ma flash all these and she gon' go hate shit Won't catch me in no Lexus, cause that's a pile of shit And if you owe me, you gon' pay me, nigga, ain't no out the shit All I talk about is money, what else is there talk about? All I know is money, you put the niggas away your mouth I been running digits, and I'm burning out all my shit so rigid, and I ain't never know All I talk about is money What else is that I talk about? All I know is money You pussy niggas weighing out. I just runnin' digits And I'm burning out All my shit so rigid, and I ain't never know damn. All I talk is money I swear to God on the fucking man Ben's still coming in We gon' need more rubber bands I say high as a silly If you fly, I'm hoverin' Shouts out to the Messe's Swear to God, I fuck with them. Man ain't no taxes on my product. Fuck Uncle no Sam. Shout out to my Uncle Sam. Gotta buy my Benz, bitch. Yes we can. Cash out on everything. I'm on my five to the kerosene. Test me, I blow up. I put that on everything. Keep that cake right here. Y'all niggas stay right there. Take notes that might get. Yeah. I swear to God, this might get. Yeah. Smash off in the pen mirror My best friend is the Loud Man. And you know, all we talking cheese up here, my city. Known for that cow man. All I talk about is money. Well, what else is there to talk about? All I know is money. You put the niggas playing mouth. I've been running digits, Had a mirror burning out. Pour my shit so bridges. And I ain't never melting. All I talk about is money. What else is there to talk about? All I know is money. You put the niggas playing mouth. i been running digits, And a mirror burning out. Pour my shit so bridges. And I ain't never melting down. Hopping out
5: that wet thing. Red bottles of my tinsel. That's a car note for that bizzo. Bank seals on my bankroll, horses on my shirt, horses on my slack. caught up round Lauren and I bought the whole damn rack. Uh, 50 G's in my bag. Better ride around with it, with it. You something niggas just hate me. But all I know is I'm winning with, it, with it. Diamonds on my wrist, diamonds on my neck. All I talk is money don't so just cut me that check. My hits just keep moving, you niggas just keep losing. You better check your bitch, your bitch just keep choosing. I'll be sexy Loaded up with my fans All I know
4: is money I make it rain and bang All I talk about is money What else is that I talk about? All I know is money You put the niggas way in mouth I've been running digits And i burning out Boy, my shit's so richy And I ain't never know All I talk about is money What else is that I talk about? All I know is money You put the niggas way in mouth I've been running digits And i burning out Boy, my shit's so fritty, And I ain't never down Hey, man This is a public service announcement I just need to get this shit off my chest, you know what I mean? Understand something Even when I didn't have shit I was still the shit I make the motherfucking money Money don't make me I call shot. I pull the string, I'm the motherfucking fucking mouth. Bitch. What would I do without? Every morning hit the block and fuck with my crew If I ain't had this money Where the fuck would I go Where the fuck would I be Who the fuck would I know If I ain't had this money i still still be the same nigga Still ride around with that same heat and still bust your ass with that same trigger If I ain't had this money i
0: still the fuck your wife, bitch I'm super cool with no ice Still a lot of niggas wouldn't like me If them checks stop coming of that trap house they like, buggin', you can catch me On the 10th with a book bag of them onions. onions. If I ain't had his money, i still keep it on grind mode. If he dollar, on am Look, what I what ain't I I time for it. the money, the cars, the clothes, the hoes. Look, Jolly, I'd still be out here grinding. Even without the fame, the hard times, and the pain. In the club making it rain, I keep a steamer killer <laughs> behind me. But
4: what would I do without the honey? crazy, remotely flipping they channel. They see me going past them like god must be the ounce. Last week, old school, now put like the fountain. Yeah. Sitting on 22s, my haters catching the Miss me with that pistol, place all the natural disaster. I turn your whole
0: in a friendly ghost like Casper. Super smooth, but kill you quicker than count No way. Cremate your body and hold your soul for ransom.
4: Pissy pump, you think I ain't real ass. Listen, what would to the I do dance. without the money? The car, the clothes, the hoes, the salty eyes, still be out here grinding. Even without the fame, the hard times, and the pain, and the club making it rain. I keep a team of children behind me. What it? would I do without the
6: Yeah.
0: yeah.
6: I saw you from over yeah. there <laughs> oh. Let
5: me talk to you
0: Cardio's the money in the world uh. Don't match your words uh. Just
5: to keep you happy uh. You can uh. anything you
0: need Girl, it yeah. the same
5: to me if she, if she with me, then who could be against me Model type, but she wasn't in the blend no. Round the way, girl, pretty like the sunrise by the way, had eyes like blue sky. Had a man, but was looking for a new guy. Coincidence, I was looking for a new ride. Classy, got niches in the two tie. First date, so the skirt is not too high. Mid 20s, but still in the two short. I like it cause she played both sides like full court. Conversation good, wine I'm even better. Sing like a veteran, remind me of Ella. Cool chick, but texting at dinner will upset her. She was in my dreams before I even Please cause tomorrow we on jet D Who can do it like I do it, girl except me. with me even if we don't see eye to eye, count my money not a dollar hit her off with 10% cause, cause she never, never lie, what? got her own, down, down south on her yeah. own, but up north yeah I'm the man to make a move, Amber rose, rose, rose overrated even she, she knows. knows, that's a lie nice try even she, she knows, yeah. top model walk, educated oh, talk, killer competition, uh, still see the truck move like Melrose but think New York, speak about love and they think you soft, Stick around, see a king in the making.
3: Game, yeah. Stick around, see a team
5: in the making. Uh-huh. I embrace that, yeah. then embrace you. Can't fake that, the rest is money all you. For the future, settle down, couple kids that'll teach really Yeah, life far from the rap game. Yeah. Satan, cause you in no. a rap wow. Hey, yeah. I worked hard for the lifestyle. Yeah. Just to see a pretty face with a nice change wow. wow. Changing names for the days in the week, yeah. yeah. Corny, but she might and yeah. Up yeah. and did, did it wrong, cause they not around. Let them talk pretty soon, they'll quiet yeah. down. Wow. No match, you need a lighter for this, yeah catching in the fire, Shows out of state, she don't wanna relate. No, rather stay home, baby. I can relate. Yeah, I'd rather stay home, baby. I can relate. Oh. Whoa.
4: Now it's time for my dog to eat, and that flow is way off a beat. Oh, and you brainless, we eat Angus We put stainless to your cheek. I grind hard when you sleep, you ain't no time cause on my seat. I'm self made, but self paid. I'm the upgrade to your street. Only dime chicks in my seat. Might keep that 40 close to my reach. Just in case lanes wanna play games, and I rearrange your meat. Yo, homie, I'm the camp of my cheek. If you go harder, you weak. I don't say nothing till she say something, and I ride off with your freak. Yo, I got chickens in my coat, my coop, waving through the roof. Cherry Red, S5, call it camel So, haters never speak to me. I just say salute, hello They don't understand a G. I'm all about my low. I got chickens in my coat, my coat, waving through the roof. Cherry Jerry Red, S5, call it camel So, haters never speak to me. I just say salute, hello They don't understand a G. I'm all about my low. If you know a cheek and you notice know me, and I'm saying that I'm all about my lube, huh? No one from the street, and I'm gonna eat. Ain't no turning cheeks, so I'm all about my lube. Yeah, just know this though, man. Be careful the person you get on the Because that just might end up being your boss tomorrow. You dig?
0: real Real. Ladies, 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 Slim Goody Magazine is
4: looking for you. Ever think about being a model? People say you should be a model? Well, Slim Goody Magazine is looking for you. Submit three photos and your contact information to lookatmecasting at at gmail.com and info at slimgoodymag.com. That's lookatmecasting at at gmail.com and info at slimgoodymag.com. Or give us a call at 770-744-4335. 770-774-4335.